بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا ما بعد ما بعد نستدري we continue with the story the beautiful story of Abu Dhar al-Fari radiyallahu anhu and uh, I actually want to uh, begin by one of the something that Rasulullah said about Abu Dhar al-Fari radiyallahu see the this, this is one of the what we call the uh, fadail of the person of Abu Dhar al-Ghifari uh, what would you say about somebody about whom uh, Rasulullah said this and he said the earth does not carry nor the heavens cover a man more true and faithful than Abu Dhar eh? Rasulullah is saying about Abu Dhar he said, The earth does not carry, nor the heavens cover a man <coughs> more true <coughs> than Abu Dhar He was, as I mentioned to you, he was a great Zahid. He was a, somebody who was a very, very strong worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, he was a man who was very austere in uh, all his. Uh, in, in all his life, uh, one of the one of the Sahaba they say that one day uh, they saw Abu Dhar <coughs> walking the street, and uh, he asked him. He said, uh, and he was wearing an old thobe, you know, some old thobe with patches on it and so on. So this man said, and this was this is the time of the Futuhat. So the, there was enough and more money and people were getting ghanima and you know from the, from the state they were getting pensions. So this person said to Abu Dhar why are you dressed like this? Why don't you you know have more sort of better clothes? Abu Dhar said to him, he said I have this thobe and then he had a, another thobe on his shoulder. He said I have this one which I wear on Fridays. He said I have a goat which gives me milk. I have a donkey if I want to ride. He says, what more can a man want? Eh? He says, what more can a man want? What is the need? He says, I have everything. Alhamdulillah has given me everything. <clears throat> what more can a man want? He um, went after Rasulullah passed away. He went north to Syria, to Sham. And uh, he uh, went to Damascus and there he was very upset with the uh, Muslims because these were the times, as I told you, of the Futuhat, because we're talking about the now the time of uh, Sayyidina Uthman bin Affan Radhi so there have been considerable amount of uh, victories. So he said people are into too much of luxury, they want too much money and this and that. And he would go into the court of uh, Muawiyah, Radhiallahu Anhu, bin Abi Sufyan, and uh, he would uh, warn and he would, uh, you know, admonish the Khalifa in the open court. 
So he would stand there and he would tell Mahavya, you know, whatever he wanted to tell him. Now, of course, Mahavya, Radhalanu, he respected him enormously. So he didn't, didn't say or do anything. But obviously, it was not easy for him either to have somebody, you know, <laughs> what? And Abhudar Radhalanu was not known for his, uh, for his uh, politeness or anything. Uh, Rasulullah once told him, if you get authority even over one man, don't take it. He said, do not take authority over even one man. And that's because of his kind of, he was a very short-tempered person. I mean, everyone has their own thing. <clears throat> Another thing which with Abu Dhar Ghaffari, Rasulullah said to him, if you are standing and you get angry, sit down. And if you are still angry, lie down. So he's teaching him, uh, you know, anger management. He's teaching him, he said, this man gets angry. One day, but despite the anger, see the beauty of the heart. One day, Abu Dhar Ghaffari got angry with Bilal bin Rabah Whatever, I don't know what happened, you know, that, that story is not there. But some, whatever reason, he got angry with him. So he called him, he said, you are the son of a black mother. Obviously, he was like, he was, his mother was black. So what is the so, but, but, you know, the way he meant it was not nice, you know, in, in that kind of sense. So, Bilal Radhiallahu, obviously, he was hurt. He complained to Rabbi Sallallahu So, Rasulullah Sallallahu called Abu Dhar Radhiallahu and he said, Have you gone back to the times of the Jahiliya that you speak like this? Now, Abu Dhar Ghaffari Radhiallahu went to search for Bilal Radhiallahu. He found him. He told him, I am going to lie down on the ground with my face on the, on the ground. I want you to stamp on my face with your shoe. So Bilal Radhiallahu said, Of course not. I will. He said, I will never do something like this. What is this? He said, no, I apologize to you. I am extremely sorry. I apologize. I, in my anger, I said something. Bilal said, this is enough. Khalas, alhamdulillah. I have forgiven you. He said, no, 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 no. no. He said, I, I, I have to be punished. And my punishment I make for myself is, I will lie down on the ground. I put my face on the ground and you must stamp on my face with your shoe. So Bilal said, no, I am sorry. I will not do this. So Abu Dhar then got angry. He said, I will complain to Rasulullah about you. <laughs> <laughs> so Bilal Radhiallahu said, this is what got you into trouble in the first place. Now you want to complain about it. He said, no, I will not do it. So even, even if the, you know, whatever it is, he said, Abu Dhar is Abu Dhar. I mean, we, <laughs> you don't stamp on his face. So he, you know, that is, but the point I'm making is, even if he was angry, that was the kind of purity of his heart. So he was in uh, Sham. So during, this is the Khilafah of uh, Uthman bin Affan Radhiallahu. So, uh, complained to Usman <laughs> he said, please call this man back to Madina or something because he's causing me trouble here. So Usman Radhiallahu invited him back to Madina. So when he came to Madina, Nabi Usman Radhiallahu, he said, I will give you land and I will give you a pension. He said, no, I don't want anything from you. He said, I don't want anything from the government. Now imagine the, the kind of, of strictness of, this is which government? This is the government of Osman bin Affan, Radhiallahu. I mean, there's, not, there's nothing superior to that, right? But despite that, I want nothing. So he asked permission, there was a place called uh, Rabata, uh, which was a small village uh, on the eastern side of Madina, outside. So he asked permission, he said, can I go and stay there? So in he said, okay, you go and stay. Now he was staying there, he had some camels and all that. One day, some people came from somewhere and they were very, you know, very dilapidated, very, very desperate sort of situation. They looked like they had been starving and, you know, clothes were torn and all this. And they came and they begged him. They said, please help us. 
Now, meanwhile, a man came to Abu Dhar Ghaffari and he said to him, I want to be your servant and I want to, you know, serve you. Abu Dhar Ghaffari said, I don't need a servant. I don't want a servant. He said, no, I want to be your servant to learn from you. So I want to be your student. And a way of being a student is, I will come, I'll, I'll stay with you, I'll serve you, and so on, so on. So Abu Dhar Radhyalanu said to him, I will accept on one condition. So the man said, what? He said, on condition that you will obey me without question. Whatever I tell you, you will do. He said, yes, of course, I came here to learn from you, I will obey you. So after some time, these people came who were, who were hungry and who were starving and so on. So Abu Dhar Ghaffari called this man, he called his, his student servant. And he said to him, go into the, the camels that are there, my camels, and bring the best of them. This man went. When he went there, he found that the best camel was a big bull, which was very good lineage, good condition, and a very fantastic, beautiful animal. So this man thought that this animal, now they will slaughter it and they will give the meat to these people. So what is the point in, in, of killing this, the best of the animals? So he found the second best and he brought that. When he brought it to Abu Dhar Ghaffari, Abu Dhar Ghaffari also knew his animals. So he said to the man, Tell me, in your opinion, is this the best? So the man said, no, it's not the best. So he said, go bring the best. So he went and he brought the best. Abu Dhar Ghaffari said to him, he gave the camel to these people. He said, go slaughter it, take the meat and leave a small portion for us. Rest of you take it. And he told his man, you are fired, go. Right? He said, get out. The man said, please, he said, I, let me explain to you why I did what I did. He said, what? The man said, I did this keeping your best interest in mind. I did this for your benefit. Sayyidina Abu Dhar said, how is that? He said, because now this beautiful animal, the best of them, meat is meat. What does it matter? Whether it's from the best camel or the next best camel, meat is meat, right? He said, now they will just kill it and eat it and that's it. And you lose a very good animal. Instead of that, I was keeping this animal for your benefit. Eh? And they would still get the meat. I'm still giving them another camel. They will still get the meat. Abu Dhar said, did you not hear what Allah said? He said, what? He said, Allah said, Lan birra hatta mimma tuhibbun. He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, you will not attain the highest level of piety, al-bir, until you spend in the path of Allah that which you love the most. He said, we give sadaqah of the best. Uh, not, of, not of something we, is trash or something which we don't need or something, not even second best. He said, we give the best. So if you had my best interest, then you should bring the best kamal, because then this is my, in my akhirah. I am doing for my best interest in the Akhir. Another time one man came to his house and he came to visit him. When he looked at his house inside, he said, you have nothing. So what is this? You have, you have no possessions, nothing. So Abu Dhar Ghaffari, he asked him, where are your things? So Abu Dhar Ghaffari said to him, Radhi Lanho, 
our possessions are in the akhirah not in this house we have a house there everything is there so the man he he understood me obviously these are all muslims and of that generation so you know they didn't they did not need explanation he said but you must have some possessions as so long as you are in this house abu dar ghafari darana said the owner of this house will not keep us here he will not leave us here hmm. once the muawiya radhiyallahu sent him 300 gold dinar as a gift Abu Dhar Ghafari returned it Radhiyallahu Anhu. He said, please say to him, tell the Amir that can he not find somebody more deserving than me? Why is he sending, why is he sending this to me? Finally, one day in 32 Hijri, Abu Dhar Radhiyallahu Anhu was ill. He was, he was, he had been ailing, he was ill for a while. So he said to his wife one day, cook some food we are going to get some guests so there was nobody there just here his wife just two people in that house so he said we are going to get some guests he says who will come here we are not on any caravan route we are not near anything we are in this corner village somewhere who will come here he said yes they are going to come today we are going to guess get get some guests and uh, cook some food because he said inshallah today i will meet my rab so she said how do you how do you say this and how do you know this he said because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam once was he said he was with a group of people and he said one of you is going to die alone He said, everyone in that group has passed away. I am the only one left. And then he also mentioned where Rasulullah said, He said, Ya Abadar, may Allah have mercy on you. You will live alone. You will die alone. You will rise from the dead alone. And you will enter Jannah alone. Yeah, the Bashar of Rasulullah And sure enough, that day, Abu Dhar Ghafari who passed away and his wife made some food and then she saw a group of people coming and they were coming to the caravan coming from Syria. So they came, they stopped there and his wife, uh, they asked her, who are you, what not? So she said, I am so and so. So she, they said, Abu Dhar, the, the, the Sahabi of Rasulullah she said, yes. This is Subhanallah, where is he? He said, he has passed away. So they, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the people. So they did his ghusl and his janazah. And for the kafan, Abu Dhar Ghafari had said that I will not accept anything from anyone who has any connection with the government. So there was one young man in that whole group. who said i have never worked for the government i have never taken any money any salary from anybody he said i am on my own and this is a piece of cloth i have which i will donate see the focus on halal i mean imagine this is working for the government is not haram working for the that also the, the government of of osman radhiyallahu is not haram but the level of ihtiyat the level of being careful 
that these Sahaba did. Today may Allah forgive us, we do anything. That's why we should be very, very careful. So he was buried in that. And that is the story of Abu Dhar al-Ghafari radiallahu anhu. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to, uh, to see these beautiful stars in the sky of Islam and follow them. And as in one hadith, Nabi Sallallahu said, my sahaba are like stars. He said, follow any of them and they will take you to Jannah. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to live our lives and use these people and their lives as, <clears throat> as the guides for us. So that inshallah, we will be with them when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala causes us to rise. وصلى الله على نبي الكريم على آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمتك يا رحمة الرحيم